Hello and welcome to this Endo Life. I'm Jessica Duffin. I'm an Endo Warrior and Endo Health Coach, and this podcast is all about living and thriving with endometriosis. As always, this podcast is here for educational purposes only. Please consult your medical practitioner before making any nutritional changes or bringing in any supplements. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to give a shout out to my lovely sponsors at BU. And I wanted to tell you about their new bath bombs, which are naturally made and contain beautiful essential oils. And their peppermint and eucalyptus essential oils um, bath bomb is doing so well right now with the endometriosis community. They're getting loads of feedback about it. And, you know, if you love the patches themselves you're going to love the bath bombs because essentially it's <laughs> the patch in a bath bomb um so you know if you're on your period or if you're in pain you could have a bath with some of the bath bombs or one of them I don't know you could have multiple if you want um and then yeah get out the bath maybe rub in some cbd balm and put your patch on top, which is um, what a lot of people are feeding back that they're doing. So um, I would love to do that, but um, I don't have a bath, so I can't. But if you have a bath, um, then, you know, I think these new bath bombs could be a lovely way to help alleviate some of your pain. So if you'd like to check them out, you can go to BU, which is buonline.co.uk, And you can also order them from anywhere in the world on cultbeauty.co.uk and they deliver worldwide. So before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to give a shout out to the lovely girls at Semaine. They are two sisters with endometriosis. They've been on the show before and they founded Semaine, which is a supplement company for people with periods to originally their first supplement was to aid with PMS and period pain. And I know that it is a lifesaver for so many people with endometriosis and painful periods. I absolutely love that supplement. It's really helped me when I've had to kind of follow protocols for SIBO or, you know, I've had a stressful time and I've been worried about my period. I've been able to avoid a flare with that supplement and they've always been so kind and um, kindly sent me sent me them when I when I've needed them. And now they've come out with a new supplement called the Daily, and it is a hormone balancing supplement, which is designed to help with healthy skin, stable mood, fewer cravings in your luteal phase, blood sugar balance. And they recently gifted it to me. Honestly, I said this to my client the other day. My blood sugar levels have never felt so stable as they did when I was taking that day, daily supplement. As you guys know, I I work very hard to stabilize my blood sugar levels because that will keep inflammation down and it also ensures that you have healthy balanced hormones. It's, it's really, really key. And I have a history of having really unstable blood sugar. Originally growing up, it was because of my eating disorder. But then in later years, it was much more down to firstly following a vegan diet when I didn't understand how to build my plate, a healthy blood sugar balancing plate. And secondly, because of my microbiome and my microbiome because of SIBO is built to actually extract more glucose from my food and cause blood sugar instability. This is actually a really key piece 
of blood sugar. If your blood sugar is resisting all of the strategies you're trying, that is a massive clue that your microbiome is affecting the way that your blood sugar is is being controlled in your body. So we need to work on that, work on your gut. And mine has improved, mine has improved massively, but I still react much more um, erratically than someone else would to blood sugar fluctuations. And I couldn't believe the difference. It was like I had a whole month of like stable blood sugar. It was incredible. And as a result, I had much more of a healthier cycle. I felt a lot more satisfied. I had less food cravings. I just felt a lot more stable in energy. So I'm a really big fan of this. And as I said, blood sugar is a huge piece to managing your hormones, hence why blood sugar is such a big part of their their supplement. So the girls have kindly given me a discount code for you guys. It will get you 20% off your first um, order, whether that's the daily or the PMS and Pira support capsules. And the code is ENDOLIFE, one word, all caps. So E-N-D-O-L-I-F-E. And that code is valid for the next six months, I believe. So you can use it at any time. Um, So let me know how you get on with them. I'd love to hear if you find them as amazing as I did. And I hope that they bring you a happier and healthier cycle and period. Hello and welcome to week three of our Ease Endo Tea Challenge. Remember, if you'd like to receive a copy of each week's challenge with all of the references, research, doses and info, sign up to the challenge by email. I've linked to the sign up page in my show notes. And you can also hop over to Instagram and comment, ask questions or share pictures of your challenge so far. So this week, we're easing the endo belly and associated gut symptoms. So did you know that the endo belly might not be caused just by endometriosis? In fact, it's most likely not. Whilst the inflammation from endo can definitely cause the endo belly at certain times of your cycle or make it worse, there are many other contributing factors. Fluctuating hormones can be a cause. Progesterone in the second half of your cycle slows gut motility down, leading to more accumulation of gas and waste in your intestines, which might create some bloating, and often does. The changes in estrogen and progesterone in the second half of your cycle can also contribute to water retention and bloating, and are worse when hormones are out of balance, especially in the case of estrogen dominance. Adhesions from surgery or from the inflammation caused by endo can stick to the intestines and cause issues with the motility or you know, otherwise known as flow, creating pockets of swelling and gas leading to bloating. Research has shown that people with endo tend to have some level of microbiome dysbiosis, which is an imbalance of the bacteria in our intestines, which often causes bloating. Research is also showing that up to 80% of people with endo have small intestine bacterial overgrowth, and the classic symptom of SIBO is a big bloated belly. There are many other potential factors contributing to your own personal endo belly, from celiac disease, which is common in the endo community, to chronic stress. To learn more about the possible causes, I have linked to an episode that I did on root causes of endo belly um, in the show notes. 
Clearly, there are multiple areas to possibly address when it comes to healing the endobilly, and we're not going to solve it all with just tea. But the first step is for us to get you feeling a little bit better so that you have the encouragement, the energy, and the health to even consider those next steps. So this week, we're drinking peppermint tea. Here's how peppermint tea can help your endobelly. Peppermint relaxes the smooth muscle of the intestines, so helps significantly with cramping and abdominal pain and helps to ease the transition of gas. It's been shown in the research to aid with abdominal pain, bloating, indigestion, painful bowel movements and all IBS symptoms. Research has shown that pain and symptoms improve significantly with long-term use of peppermint oil. The caveat is that the research is on peppermint and oil capsules, not tea. However, many people, including myself, still find peppermint tea eases their gastro symptoms, especially the bloating. So give it a go and see if it works for you as well. Dose-wise, you can use tea bags or loose leaf tea as instructed on the label. Just try to pick tea bags that aren't made with glues and plastics. Like I said last week, Clipper is the brand in the UK that I use. I don't know of any others in the UK, but definitely hunt around. Allow your tea bag to steep for a few minutes so the tea is concentrated. We're going to get more benefit with a stronger tea. If you're worried about it cooling down, like I said before, put a saucer or small plate over the teacup and that will help to keep it warm. You can use fresh peppermint leaves, but they're not easy to find in the supermarkets. At least I've never found it easy. You can find mint, but not peppermint. Um, So you might want to grow your own. A handful of fresh leaves steeped in boiling water for five to ten minutes is a really wonderful way to extract some of that peppermint oil. You can boost the effectiveness of your peppermint tea for endobelly by also drinking ginger tea, probably separately because it would taste weird, I think, to combine those two. Ginger is great for motility, you know, so it's going to move things down the digestive tract. And it's a helpful drink to have two hours after meals if you're feeling bloated. So having one of these each day is really going to do wonders for your digestion. For extra bang for your buck, you can buy digestive teas, which are deliberately made to ease bloating and help with after-meal fullness. Many of these contain a combination of fennel, ginger, peppermint, and chicory root. So have a look around and see what's available in your area. So ideally, we'll now be drinking ginger, dandelion root, and peppermint tea daily. This is going to make a really powerful trio for endobelly with dandelion aiding with bile production and digestion, ginger for motility, and peppermint for relaxing the intestines and IBS symptoms. You could have one when you wake, one mid-morning, and one two hours after lunch, for example. But if that's unsustainable, you can alternate them each day, like I said before, so that you kind of get the best of all of them. Or another option is, you know, if you're like, I can't do all of those, just try this week just focusing on peppermint and see what that does for your endobelly. Moving forward, drinking peppermint tea around ovulation and towards your period is a great way to ease that hormonal bloating and the constipation that can happen in the luteal phase. Now, just a reminder, having the odd herbal tea doesn't need a doctor's approval, but for this challenge, we're using strong teas daily. This is a free challenge where I cannot tailor general info to each individual. So it's important that you take responsibility for your own health and ensure that peppermint tea is right and safe for you. 
please consult your doctor or your health professional before beginning the challenge. Peppermint tea is generally very safe, but it may come with one or two side effects depending on your body. For those of you with acid reflux, peppermint might worsen this as it can relax the sphincter between your stomach and your esophagus, which can open it up, allowing acid to rise. Try with caution, and if it does worsen your acid reflux, you can use baking soda to reduce the acid and avoid peppermint tea for the time being until you are recovered. I've added a link in the show notes for how to use baking soda for acid reflux. You may do better if if you are someone who suffers with acid reflux, you may do better with triple coated peppermint oil capsules as they're designed to not dissolve and release the oil until after the stomach, meaning you won't get that sphincter relaxation. So they've triple coated them. They've made the coating really strong so that the stomach acid doesn't open up the capsule um, and and so that it makes it through the stomach into the small intestine. So have a look, go to your pharmacy and ask for triple coated peppermint oil capsules. Peppermint may also cause an uncomfortable sensation in the bladder of those with interstitial cystitis. Essentially, you can end up having a methylated bladder, which can feel uncomfortable if you already have bladder irritation. Finally, another side effect is possibly nausea, although this is more likely to occur with capsules of peppermint oil rather than tea. So that's it. That's this week's tea. You know, do whatever you would like to it. Turn it into something special if you'd like. I'm not really sure what you can do with peppermint to make it fancier. I can't think of blending it. Uh, The digestive teas could be a nice idea. Um, If you do want to add something sweet, I know a lot of people put honey into peppermint tea. Um, I would avoid doing that because it's going to spike blood sugar. Um, So if you want to sweeten it, try monk fruit, allulose or stevia. Okay, so start sipping and I'll see you next week. Just a reminder that this episode is sponsored by BU. These natural patches last for 12 hours, so they bring you prolonged relief and can begin working on relaxing your muscles before the pain kicks in, so you're prepared even if your period comes during the middle of the day. Some people even find that wearing them a night before their period can really help soothe the inflammation in the area. To shop, just head to link in my show notes. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about what I do or read more on endometriosis and living well with it, um, you can head to my Instagram page, which is this underscore endolife. Um, You can head to my website, which is www.thisendolife.com. And you can also get um, a free guide to managing endometriosis naturally on my website. Um, I've put the link in my show notes. It's a beginner's guide to getting started and all of the areas that I um, have worked on to help reduce my endometriosis symptoms and pain and live well with endometriosis. As always, if you like this show, please rate, review and or subscribe. It really, truly does help others to hear the podcast and hopefully will help them to live better with endometriosis. This episode was produced by The Pod Farm. Whether you're an established podcaster or just getting started, visit thepodfarm.com to see how they can help you go from an idea to a finished show that's ready to be heard by the world. 